Yeah, anyway, you're like, uh, when you're driving a motor vehicle, you're like not allowed to be tired. I mean, I guess you can do whatever you want, but... You can sleep um, the whole time if you yeah, want, I guess. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, like an hour and a half away from home, and I was like, hmm. I am super sleepy. And so to like wake myself, like, I wasn't like falling asleep behind the wheel or anything, but I was just like, I would like eat the beef jerky. I ate that entire like pound and a half of beef jerky <laughs> that we got that pile, which was super good for me uh, and super good for my body. Yeah. A lot of people don't know how good eating like I would assume 3,000 calories with the beef jerky is for you. But if, if beef jerky was bad for you, would they have it on Red Dead? No. No, they would not. They would they would not be allowed to sell something like that. Anyway, yeah, no, it was fine. I just came home and, like, watched a documentary, laid in bed, and then, like, yeah, I just passed the fuck out. But uh, did you make it to work? You made it to work today, yeah? All good? Yeah. So they just, the place where we were working today, like, my house was on the way, so they just picked me up. Cool. Nice. Um, what's so, what is, can you give me a brief, and the listeners, like, a brief rundown of, like, the car situation, and then, like, what, like, did the mechanic, like... So, as you may know by now, listeners, uh, we were, so, me and our friend Alex were driving to Houston for the final show, the Chapo Mini Tour. Well, mini tour for us, regular tour for them, I guess. But anyway, uh, we reached around the halfway point. And, uh, well, actually, leading up to this, okay. So Alex takes first shift driving because uh, his mom packed his dinner, which was very nice for her. And so I was eating in the passenger seat, and he was driving. And then we switched off. I didn't realize that the battery light had been flickering. Yeah. On and off, which has not happened before with that vehicle. But, you know, shit, you know, it's kind of old, so things just kind of pop on and off sometimes, I, you know. So I notice it comes on, the battery light indication comes on. Yeah. While we're in the middle of absolutely nowhere. Um, Like, just one of those stretches in Texas where there is just not jack shit. Yeah. Um. And I'm not noticing, you know, any weird noises or anything. So you're just trucking. I'm just like, well, I guess I'll check it out Yeah, I have a chance. But I didn't want to pull (laughs) over and turn the car off because if it's the battery, I didn't want it to not start back up. That was my logic. So um, it goes from flickering to just constantly being on. And I'm like, well, this is worse. Then the check engine light comes on. I'm like, well, that's that's only we've good. got ourselves a little scenario, don't we? Yeah. So I'm like, all right, if I can just make it to Houston, you know, yeah, everything will be fine. I'll get it checked out we'll in Houston. It out, yeah. Before we head back, I'll just take it to a mechanic and make sure everything's all good. Mm-hmm. Well, thankfully, <laughs> I did not have to worry about taking it to Houston. <laughs> the car took care of that for me. Yeah. Um. I would like to note that earlier in the drive, I was telling Alex, I said, you know, we're getting pretty close to the 150,000 mile mark here on the car. It's a good car, but I nothing has gone wrong yet, and I wouldn't be surprised if something minor goes wrong pretty soon. Right. But we'll see. Right. Well. Something minor happened. Something minor happened. 
Um, and so I, you know, sometimes when you're driving a reliable vehicle, because yeah. the Toyota Matrix is a reliable vehicle, sometimes you lose your power steering <laughs> in the middle and, of the dark, <laughs> and the car kind of turns off. Yeah. <laughs> and that's what we call a pickle in the industry. So I pull over. Thankfully, there's only like six tornadoes going on. Yeah, it's in the area. Fucking sheets, like forest um, yeah, yeah, so <laughs> I get out and I'm like, "Well, I needed. I know I need to clean my battery terminals. I've been meaning to get around to that." Yeah. And Alex has had a Coke, and I was like, "Hey, can I have the rest of that Coke?" And I poured it on the battery terminals and I cleaned them. And I was like, "All right, well." I saw this on YouTube once, so this is well this that is, worked. Is, so yeah. now, if we need a jump, we'll be all right. Yeah. I try to start the car again, and uh, it it's not even attempting to turn over. And then I look, and I've got the hood popped, and I see sparks coming out of the battery. <laughs> like, Harry Potter style. Like, yeah, like fucking spells like and shit. Like, animation for, like, electricity, but, like, really, like, royalty-free yeah. lightning bolts coming out of the battery. And I'm like, well... Yeah. <laughs> I was like, well, Alex, I'll be honest, I don't know what the fuck that was, but... You got to stay on your toes. Yeah, you always got to be prepared. So that's it's, why. By the way, it's pitch black outside. Cars right, are going pitch past. black. Truck uh, rain is coming down pretty hard. So I yeah. do the responsible thing. And I just sort of talk to Alex about what we should maybe do for probably about 30 minutes. Um, I want to give everyone a, a little touch. In. So like camera cuts. I'm at a bar <laughs> like three minutes from where I grew up in Pasadena, Texas, like 15, 20 minutes outside of Houston. And Thomas is sending me pictures that's just like Blair Witch lighting. I don't know. He's like, car broke down <laughs> in the middle of fucking nowhere in Buffalo, Buffalo fucking Texas. You know, it could have been worse. Yeah. But anyway, so I call it, finally I'm like, fuck it. All right. I call a tow truck driver. And, uh. He was a real winner too, wasn't he? Oh, yeah. He was a great one. And, uh, he said. Well, I'm out of right out of town right now. I'm gonna give you my dad's number. He is also a tow truck driver <laughs> yep. in Buffalo, Texas. And I said, "Yeah, it's, it's fine." Uh, so I call that guy. I'm like, "Hey, I need a jump at the very least here. Maybe something more." Yeah, maybe a little. Yeah, a little maybe extra, a little. Yeah. Uh, a little something else. A little roughnecking. And he's like, well, that ain't going to work. <laughs> I was like, what do you mean? He was like, well, he was driving it right. Well, his battery's not charging. Something else. I wouldn't yeah. even worry about jumping it. You're, you're pretty much stranded out there. I don't even know what you could do. <laughs> really? And I was like, all right, well, what do I, you sure? You know, like just... Sit here and eat my own penis till I die. You know? <laughs> and so I am like, well, I appreciate the advice. You know, just go fuck myself, I guess. Anyway, so having no luck with the battery. Eventually, I call that guy back. I'm like, well, can you just tow me to a mechanic shop? And he's like, I guess. Fuck you. You know, <laughs> thank you so much, sir. Yeah. So I put my hazards on. Uh, those die. Um, yeah. Hazards are out. Pitch black. 
So Alex and I, we're doing the best we can. We're in survival mode. We're both on Twitter telling people that the car broke down. <laughs> Using our last little bits of just battery bits life of battery to be like, life oh, to, to post. Yeah. Oh, no. Fuck, what am I going to do? I was, I was going to, like, it's funny because I, I was leaving the bar. And when I was going to come get you, like, the fucking rain was coming down. And it was fucking windy as shit. And I was like. Really, it was? Is... Yeah. I imagine it probably was. And, well, I'm saying this storm went from Houston to Buffalo. So I was thinking, I was like, it'll be no problem. I've driven in the rain before. But it was like, I got like down the road, like like towards the freeway and I texted you. And I was like, you know, my my thinking is if we both, if I get stuck out there, <laughs> like I'm like 50, 60 miles from you, just like my car flips, it's like. You know, we got to make it to this show. We got to fucking, you know, this, this show must go on. So, you and you and Alex spent the night in Buffalo, Texas. Right. One of the shining examples of a Texas city named after a more well-known city uh, that has a lot to offer in terms of places right. to stay, things to do, people to see. So, tow truck driver gets there. It's not the guy I talked to on the phone. It's a guy with an entirely made-up type of Texas accent that does not exist. And there's almost no reason for me to describe it. But it's essentially like West and East Texas combined in like yeah. a brutally mentally deficient way. <laughs> that I don't even care to Approximate. try and... Yeah, no. His voice fucking sucked to hear. The, the, the voice that you did when, when we were talking about it was like kind of a mixture of the Cajun voice we do and then like Alex Jones is you're kind of like well I got the something with it. I got to put it on a battery and then all the guys and come down here for you and now we can get a shop yeah we're like in the middle of a severe thunderstorm and uh so so basically he puts like a one of those jump starters yeah on my on the car and he's like he basically he says I don't want to put it up on the the tow truck because there's a storm. And in my head I'm like, well, I don't know if you're aware of your job title. Yeah, it's, you're not... it's tow truck driver. Yeah, you know. Anyway, so thankfully, uh, you know, uh, I'm following Professor Penis down the road and yeah. the fucking thermostat or whatever temperature gauge. It goes from a nice little three quarters to, to engine melting to engine <laughs> melting mode, which is where it just goes up. And if it could go further up, it would, but it's yeah. just at the top. Yeah. And the Toyota Matrix was designed for single moms, so there is no actual temperature there. Yeah. It just says it just has the thickest it just bar. Says danger mode. Yeah. It's yeah. Fuck, it says you're fucked. Gov. Anyway. So I have to pull over, and then he pulls over, whatever. Anyways, that's not important. We get back to the hotel, or we get to a truck stop, actually, where he dropped yeah. us off. Um, it has a Taco Bell in there. I buy a raccoon hat. <laughs> I buy Taco Bell. Um, we try and get an Uber in the middle of Buffalo fucking Texas. Yeah, it was, you just like To Houston, Texas. In the middle of a storm. And you would not believe this. There were no drivers available. So we walked to a hotel, which wasn't that far. We just basically had to cross the road. Buffalo isn't very big. 
I checked. It's got like two thousand. It's got nineteen hundred people. Um, yeah, which is like the exact amount you would expect. Right. Um. Anyway, we get there and uh, the waitress is I mean, well, the waitress the the host hotel front receptionist. Yeah. God damn. She like just hates that we exist. Yeah, of course. Like I'm like, hey, uh, can I get just a room for two? Two queen size beds would be good. And she's just like, I don't know, like one of those people. It's like, hey, you work at a hotel. What do people do other than ask for rooms and check out of rooms and maybe be like, hey, I there's a body in there. Here's yeah. an extra five hundred dollars. Yeah. <laughs> um. Anyway, we stay at the luxurious. Uh, quality Inn and Suites. Quality Inn. I see why they call it that. Mm-hmm. Because it had a lot of qualities to it. Um, then old heroic Jake up. comes, picks us up in the morning. Yeah. Um, and I had, I had already hatched my, my jammy night plan. <laughs> and originally I was going to not tell Alex about it till till that night because it was going to be all three of us. Yeah. But whenever... Whenever the tow truck driver was like, all right, get your stuff out, whatever you need for the night or whatever, you know. I had to get out three pairs of hidden pajamas. <laughs> uh, Grown men size. By yeah, the way. three <laughs> matching sets of, of, of baby blue full pajama XL sets. <laughs> as well as the Amazon bag in case they didn't fit one of us. And a um, raccoon hat and a cowboy hat. Yes. And then a Hawaiian shirt still on the hanger. Yeah. And a backpack and then a big bag of pretzels. Um, anyway, so Alex and I, despite having a rough night, we still had jammy night. Um, so that was good. Next day you come in. Um, oh, I, did I tell you about the diner? No, I don't think you did. So we walked to one of the like two diners in Buffalo. Yeah. And we walk in. And one thing, I guess, uh, just, just one of those things about diners, even if it's like not busy, there's always noise. Yeah, this is like a like a noise floor, like on a vinyl record. Like a- yeah, like there's just something going on always. Yeah, yeah. We open the door to this diner, and there are people in there. There are a few people in there, but it is dead silent. <laughs> there is not one noise going on in this, and there's probably five people in the establishment. You can hear your own blood pumping type shit. And they're just all just like sitting there. Like, they're waiting for you to walk up and, like, start a dialogue tree. Yeah, dialogue tree. <laughs> yeah. And then this, you know, waitress comes out and she's like, hello, thank you for coming. Have a seat. I'm like, you, what man, the were, fuck is happening? You were in side quest territory there, dude. Like, you were, this was, you know, a place for you to God find. God sent me there for a reason. Yeah, you you were like, I didn't know you were texting me in the diner because you were like, you literally were like, I feel like I could kill everyone in this city, and as long as I didn't return to it, no one would ever. <laughs> no one yeah, would I could ever kill fight. all nineteen hundred of those people, like no consequences. <laughs> like the it would be like, it would be like uh, in Skyrim, where like if you basically go around and kill all the little skeleton guys, yeah, in a in an area like more don't pop up. Yeah, there's yeah, no the, backup in Buffalo, Texas. Yeah, they prob- can only yeah. call each other. 
<laughs> so you have, and also one weird thing, I didn't see a police station, and I didn't see a single police car. Yeah, officer. we were talking about that when we were when I was driving y'all back to Fort Worth. I was thinking, I was like, this town is so small that they probably have a co- that guy. They were like, the only guy that's not four hundred pounds. Maybe I would he's think like, that whatever county they're in would focus on Buffalo because when you have a lot of truckers go, going through an area, it's easy yeah. to get meth arrests and like I mean, DUIs and shit. It's in like Leon County. I did see like outside the city on the head there were like a Leon County like state or whatever the fuck, but uh, it did have a sort of feeling that like like a true detective type city. It's kind of like a, like a very... Everyone has some sort of terrible thing they've done that they're just like not talking yeah. about. You don't stay there for no reason. Yeah, no. <laughs> you go there either by accident or with a purpose to do bad deeds. Or because it's, like your grandmother like, you know, offended some bruja or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Your, your bloodline is cursed to live there for 50 generations. Dude, the, on the way up there when I was coming to pick you all up and then obviously like the literally I think I passed by Huntsville and like the prison system probably four or five times over the last three days and I've passed through Huntsville before but the time before that I was I was much much younger and I didn't really like have the wherewithal to come to a realization that was very sobering and kind of morbidly funny at least to me the prison that's that sits like right next to the to like one of the main, one of the only like two or three bar and restaurant areas for Sam Sam Houston State University kids this is the Holiday Unit. And for the listeners that aren't from Texas, the Holiday Unit is a place that you go to when you're transferred from a county jail anywhere in Texas, and then you go off to uh, TDC or Walls or wherever the fuck. And if you're going to Walls, you're fucked. Uh, but any other of the major state prisons, uh, federal or whatever in Texas, Holiday Unit is sort of appropriately named. Anyway. It's still a pretty nasty place, even though it's a transitory place. It's not a sort of place that you stay for a long time. It is within viewing distance. If you're on the yard, you can see a Chili's and a Longhorn Steakhouse and, like, a strip of bars. Like, I, when I was driving, I was like, no, this is... this is. Ab- I can't imagine... Like, can you imagine getting stabbed or your shit turned out, like, in the yard... Or whatever, and uh, you are within sniffing distance of like Southwest egg rolls, like at the Chili's. It's literally that fucking close. Like, I feel like prison should dream. be like, <laughs> like some AB enforcer is just like beating the dog shit out of you and pissing on you, and you just get a a brief whiff, like a waft, you know, of like chips and guac, and you're like, mm, I'll be out of here in twenty if I don't get raped to death, like twenty. <laughs> 2066 hopefully the chili's next door is still like it seems more criminal to have a prison next to like you know a buffalo wild wings like well, that's why you just don't commit that's why you don't break the law jake you're right you're a hundred percent correct there however you know sometimes people they live lives that are you know they got to do what they got to do all that all those excuses you know and, and uh and it if seems you end up in jail or on probation or something it's your own fault and that you is learn true from it and i i know that we both have uh yes kind of i would suppose um uh, so didn't you tell me the motor blue by the way so uh i was initially told because i thought it was the alternator by i thought it was 
the two friends I asked thought it was the alternator. Right. So <laughs> they I uh, they said the alternator wasn't working, but it was just because the water pump was out. And I was like, all right, is that good or bad? And they were like, it's good. It's not as expensive. I was like, cool. That's good. I like it when it's less expensive. So I wait... They initially told me that it would most likely be done the next morning. I was like, hell yeah. That's good. I can get it. Right. I can get the vehicle and then drive with Alex to Houston. The show Correct. goes on. Yeah. The next morning I call and they're like, yeah, there's not a fucking chance that's happening. Um, <laughs> yeah. Cool, cool. And they're like, but yeah. it'll be done you know, today. We'll get it done today. I'm like, all right, cool. I guess we'll figure that out. Yeah. So you you come pick us up. The the next the next morning I'm like, "Hey, cuz the next morning we're leaving, you know." Yeah, you're right, right, right. I'm like, "Hey, you know. Hey, how's it how's it going?" Hey, can I have my fucking little car, can please? Can I have my car? Can I have my little fucking like, car? Oh yeah, we haven't even fucking started on that. So, you know. All right, well. Get fucked wrong. How about I kill myself in your establishment and you have to deal with that? Right. Um, which actually they would deal with very easily. They would be, it's Buffalo. They they would. Do you they know have how, like a dog that just eats the bodies. Yeah. <laughs> I was literally about to say like just a pen behind the mechanic shop that's like two Rottweilers and like three breeding pigs. Like championship hogs that are kind of like beyond their date, you know? Mm-hmm. You just I walk in a championship there. hog for you right here. Do you really? I don't think it's championship. No, I don't think it is either. I'm going to keep it a bill with you, son. I think that you maybe, you seem like you got an amateur league hog. Maybe you you had a nice little streak in the minor leagues, but now it's just, you know, you blew your knee in the fourth quarter with that one. That's fair. That's fair. That's fair. Fair estimate. How would you you assess my penis? Would you give Um, me a similar rating on that regard? Or what do you you think? Do you think I made it to AAA? Juco (laughs) walk-on. Okay, all right, I'll take it. Okay, Juco, junior varsity wrestling. Like, I got the leotard. I think yeah. I, yeah. Regionals, maybe. I don't yeah. Re- <laughs> uh, that would be, like, I'm trying to imagine, like, uh, like you're, like, sexting a girl, and you're like, you know, hey, this dick right here, JV tight end. Yeah, that's you how know. guys love to talk about their dicks. Yeah. Yeah, if my penis was a... Played bowling, <laughs> three hundred perfect game in your pussy, baby bitch. girl. I'm bowling fucking straight turkeys. I don't even if, know if I was playing not. tennis with your pussy, I'd do really good at I it. I would be that guy who was yelled at people. Uh, I'd, I'd be the, I'd be uh, choke a bitch or whatever. But yeah, <laughs> choke. Yeah, my penis is is like Michael Jordan. It's. Michael Jordan in baseball. It's uh, a guy yeah. who showed up to play. Uh, some people know who he is, but he didn't really do too great. Um, anyway, uh, you know, this is a very funny sort of episode to start with after doing three shows in, like, some of the, like, the three biggest cities in the state. Um, because I was, uh, I came home and I was like, we usually record Wednesday nights. Like I'm gonna we're recording this right now, and it's gonna go up at 7:34 p.m. on March 24th, 2022. That is the God's honest truth. And I was like, I kind of was thinking about podcasting last night after I got home, and I was like, man, I would rather like 
<laughs> I, I didn't would, realize it was Wednesday yesterday. Yeah. Well, when I got home, like, I got, dude, I got home at like like around nine. I think it was like eight. I don't fucking know. Yeah. Hey, Ashley, love you. Hey, Dolly, miss you. My kiss, kiss. I'm gonna take a shower and I lay down in bed and my body was like, "Where's the chicken wings, man? Where is the you know?" I could like the. <laughs> Grand prize, every time I walked up, some guy that I knew from, like, six years ago was, like, like handed me a shot. By the way, big-time respect to the guy who, like, shoved his way into the picture with us in Chapo. Yeah, the guy who pissed his pants. The guy that you you had piss on your fucking jeans, and you seem to either, A, not notice, or, B, not care, which is... You also said you'd check out the podcast, so let's see if that's true. Yeah, let's see if that happens. Hey, if you took a picture, blackout drunk, in front of Grand Prize Bar in Houston, Texas, and you were wearing, I think, like, blue shorts or slacks, I don't know if you knew this, but you had a massive stain of piss. Like It it was was, a lot of piss. It wasn't even, like, a little... Because sometimes, look, as a man, I think you're allowed three drips before it's pissing yourself. Maybe two. What do you, like... Two drips when you get back. If in the it's gym. a solid mess, like yeah. bigger than the size of like a dime, yeah, that's pissing yourself. Okay, we can agree on that. It was at least like the size of what you like, maybe like a. It like was a like like it was like a baseball sized puddle of piss on the pants. It wasn't yeah. a full, like it wasn't a full piss pant leg. Like that's the classic, like both legs down the middle from the crotch piss pant. But it was... There was piss in your pants. There was piss in your pants. And it came out of your wiener. It came out... <laughs> and everybody well, you know, knows it. it. Was the, the problem with the amount of piss was is that it was not so much that the guy pissed his pants. It looked like he did piss normally in a urinal and got like 80% of the way through and was like, I'm solid here. And then just like shoved his dick back in his pants. Because... When I when I noticed it, I was like, "Oh, this is a fair amount of piss," but it is, like I said, not a full bladder of piss. So I guess he maybe just he's looked, got a tiny bladder. He could, but like, so he can't fit much wee wee in there. I I, te- I sent I, I I sent I sent, texted Will and I was like, I think me and Thomas and Felix just realized this guy's pants. We were so we were at Virginia, and he was. <laughs> I I legitimately when I looked at the pictures, like I did not notice, like at all until it was you pointed it out. I was like. Man, like the fucking honestly. Shout out to Beach Tweets. Yeah, Beach Tweets. Yeah, Beach Tweets. Yeah. Uh, I was like respect because if to go up, I'm assuming the guy knew who you know they were, like Chapel guys were. Like, I hope that I hope he didn't. Yeah, that would be. It'd be funnier. I hope that he thought that they were like the Sex Pistols. (laughs) The the the. To go up to like a like a sim like a quasi famous group of people with piss in your pants and be like, let me hop in on this picture with y'all. That is just like a like a sigma. Have <laughs> like you a, seen the Liam Neeson thing? Uh, I don't know what you're. I'm, I, offhand, I don't know what you're he talking about. He walks around with piss in his pants like a lot. <laughs> like when he drinks, he pisses his pants and he just like does not care. That's he awesome. Just, like there are like paparazzi pictures where he's just like smoking a cigarette in public with like piss in his slacks and he like does not give a shit that is so that's like a what is he irish or scottish that's like a he's very irish, yeah, i think that's a sick like old irish guy thing to do um yeah <clears throat> uh the uh i pissed my pants on the way to meet you for the first time that's right yeah you did I think. Peed my pants. Yeah. Have you ever... Okay. 
Shart notwithstanding, have you ever like full blown shit your pants? Like past being like eight or nine years old or thirty five. Just kidding. Past when it's like past being like a toddler. Can you remember? No, I, I don't believe I have. I was. I would. Uh, I mean, I'd tell you if I had. I don't think. Yeah. I no, I know you would. I think. I don't know if I've told this story in the show before, but my friend pissed his, shit himself on the couch. <laughs> no, we were. So this was like peak drug era for me and all my roommates and we lived in that that's i've talked about the house of catalina house it was this shitty fucking rat infested basically like it wasn't abandoned we re, we lent we leased it we rented the fucker we paid rent but when we rented it it was dog shit and we left it in worse condition um it was just like rats bugs the whole nine yards um and uh basically it was just a house to eat pills do coke jack off and skip class and like you know get fired from your job or whatever. We would have people crashing the couch just to set the scene for what happened here. Well, anyway, uh, one fucking nice middle of the week, we had all either called out of work or skipped school or whatever the fuck. And we're all fucked up on pills in the living room and we're watching Boardwalk Empire. And my friend Jay, shout out to Jay, close friend of mine from Houston, Texas as well. Um, he has been sitting on the couch. We ordered a bunch of pizza and he's like grossly... The kind of like ripping ass where you're like, dude, you need to get the fuck up because you are approaching something very dangerous here soon. You know what I'm talking about? Like, yeah, you know, like just very close, very nasty, very gross. Like, no, no good. Anyway, he's wearing like thin, like Ebenezer Scrooge, like pajama pants, (laughs) like just like very like the shit that you get at Dollar Tree. You know, you're like, I need some new pajamas. You know what I'm talking about? Like (laughs) They have no buttons, so your penis flops out of them when you walk around in them. And uh, <laughs> we're watching we're watching Boardwalk Empire, and we're, like, binging it, you know. We're all fucked up, dude. Like, passing around this bottle of, like, Seagram's gin or whatever the fuck. He takes a fucking big swig of this fucking bottle, and he, you know, like, leans over to fart, and he just, like, like normal <laughs> fart, normal, normal fart, and then, like, <laughs> he goes, ooh. And all of us, like, look at each other, and we're like, what the fuck, dude? Like, did you just shit? And he's like, yeah, like, not a shark, but, like, not a full one. And he's on the couch that, like, some people sleep on, because we had a lot of couch surfers at the time. And we're like, immediately, all of us are like, Jay, get the fuck up right now. You got those thin, shitty pajamas on. Get up. Get in the fucking shower. He's wrapped up in a cocoon of blankets. Eyes are just red slits. He's fucked up. He goes, no. <laughs> no. I'm good. We were like... There was like a still silence in the room. Like, <laughs> what do you mean you're fucking good, dude? And he was like, bro, I'm so fucking cozy right now. And these pills kick in, dog. And I was like, I don't give a fuck. You're hiring draft pussy. You get to fuck. Like, all of us are screaming, like, you have shit in your butthole. And, like, it's going to get on your pants. And then it's going to get on the couch and then, like, on our blankets. And he's like, I'm not moving. I'll wait till the episode's over and I'll go shower. Boardwalk Empire is an hour-long episode, like, series. We were, like, minute 20. <laughs> There's, like, a good, like, 40 minutes left in the episode. And at this point, we're all standing up. Guests that we had over in the house are, like, somewhere between laughing and shouting at him. And he's got this stupid, like, Grinch smile. He's, like, like cut blanket up to his up to his chin. And he's, like, I'm so fucking cozy. And, uh, yeah, I got poop on me. But I ain't fucking going nowhere. <laughs> And none of y'all motherfuckers can make me do literally fucking anything. And you know you can't. Because I'm your fucking roommate and I'm your friend. And you know that you're too fucked up to start a fight over this shit. 
and you're not going to fight a guy who's got shit in his pants. Literally, like, it was it was the ultimate checkmate. I don't know how else to describe it. Because, <laughs> like, because we were all like, we were like, get the fuck up, you nasty, stinky piece of shit. We were not fucking around. It was funny at first, but it stinks. You got your poop on the fucking couch, and it's fucking nasty. We, not, we, was like, we were all yelling, like, well, we have rats. You know, we got fucking cockroaches, but we are not going to start shitting on the fucking furniture. You know, like, we're not going to let it get that bad. And he's like, I straight up don't give a fuck. Like, at, like I, I'll deal with it later, and I am embarrassed a little bit, but I'm fucking chilling, like, mad-style chilling right now. And we all just kind of, like, resigned. Our, now, he did eventually, he got up and kind of, like, half-waddled <laughs> to, like, to the shower and, like, turned the shower on and was in there for, like, an hour and came out and, like, changed or whatever. He, there was so many, like, I was roommates with this guy for probably, like, collectively, like, like I don't know, like, three or four years. And, uh... He, uh, we had like, it was like two or three in the morning at same house. Uh, we threw a party, but, uh, all, everybody had left. Like the liquor was gone. Drugs were gone. And, uh, and it was really just like the roommates, the roommates, girlfriends and like stragglers, like party stragglers, like people looking for fucking, like, I guess like beers in the fridge or like, you know, pizza or whatever. And, uh, this dude, Jay comes out of his bedroom like him and his girlfriend were in there. He comes out of his bedroom, ass naked, holding jean shorts, and his penis is still hard. <laughs> and uh, he's like, I can't put these on, dog. Like, super fucked up. And I was like, hey, man, like, there are people. Um, there, <laughs> there are people, like, uh, at the party still. And he, like, like looks around, takes a survey. Everybody, he's like, oh, fuck, man, is my penis out? And I was like, yeah. And it's kind of, like, hard still, too. And he was like. Man, that's fucked up. He was like, anyway, man, I'm having trouble getting my shorts on. <laughs> and I was like, dog, uh, are you, like, he was handing, like, he was standing across from me in the living room, and people are kind of like, la like, everyone's dying, or like, on their phones, or whatever. And he's like, handing his shorts to me, and kind of trying to sit down, so I'll put his jeans on for him, and I'm like, hey, big dog, I'm not gonna, like, put these jeans on for you, bro, because your, your penis is out. And I don't want to get that close to your penis. <laughs> and he was like, man, I just need you to do me a solid right now because, like, because uh, I'm fucked up right now. And I feel like you're, like, you know, like you're my friend and I love you. And you just need to help me get my shorts on. And I was like, dude, I'm not going to do, like, go to your fucking room and put your shorts on. Like, you're a fucking 20-year-old. Like, you are an adult man. I know you're fucked up. We're all fucked up. But I, we all have our pants on, dog. Like, there's no... <laughs> <laughs> Everybody here is just as fucked up as you are Off pills and fucking coke and whatever the fuck else But you Are the only one with your nuts Out and your penis out And he's like Yeah I guess it's like an embarrassing Thing I'm doing right now huh And I was like oh yeah It's like <laughs> something that you're gonna t Tomorrow feel really solid about And you're not gonna worry about it Like at all It's gonna be one of those things that you like don't think about for two weeks Or whatever and he's like yeah I was like, anyway, you need to get the fuck back to your room. Because this whole time this is talking, like, this is like a five to ten minute conversation. I'm clothed. He's not. Middle of the living room. People are trying to go out the front door. Like, hey, I got an Uber. There's a guy with his penis out in here. I got to go. <laughs> I got to head the fuck. You know, I got to. And uh, for whatever reason, he was like, all right. Okay. Like, he tries to get his blood pumping. Like, his eyes are just like, he's like, I got to get my, He's like, right, I'm going to go to my room. I'm going to put some clothes on. I'm going to keep the party fucking going. 
he high knees like football high knees back to his fucking bedroom through the kitchen and his fucking shit is just like a speed bag it's <laughs> like, like flopping dude and i'm like God, is he dude. hard this entire time he was getting throughout the conversation he was slowly deflating i could see in my peripheral like it's, he was just kind of going you know it was <laughs> his penis was like no longer hard by the end of the conversation i was trying to not look at his dick but when your friend is like five feet from you and you're trying to talk to him and he's kind of like talking with his hands and shit and his penis is out it's like it's hard not to see your friend's penis. It's hard for everyone not to see your friend's penis. You know, that's just sort of the way that it goes. Uh, and he finally, like, goes into his room, and he puts his jean shorts on. <laughs> he comes out, and uh, he goes, he's like, we're out there talking. We go out and smoke a cigarette. I'm trying to, like, relay to him what just happened. And he's like, goes back in the living room. He's like, damn, where'd everybody go? And he kind of, like, came to a little bit, and a little bump, and was like, where'd everybody go, man? And I was like, well, everyone had left. There was, like, maybe 10 people left, uh uh, but I, I figured they thought the party was over because uh, you had your penis out. Uh, well, not like a, in a weird way, but in like I'm fucked up way. And he was like, oh, okay. As long as it, <laughs> he was like, eh, as long as, you know, as long as it was just like, I don't have a fucking shithouse away. I don't even put my pants on. Uh, and like for like a year after that, he would come up to me like at parties that we would be at like either at our house or somewhere else. And he's like, hey, man, I'm having trouble putting my pants on. <laughs> he was like I think you could Can you help me put my jammies on Before I So I could go sleep And I was like Get the fuck out of my <laughs> Get the fuck out of here dude <laughs> uh, Yeah the uh, I've never I guess the initial question I went off on a tangent I've had like even, I have IBS Everybody knows this about me now Listen to the show It's part of the lore uh, uh, I yeah, It's part have, of the lore Yeah it's part of the lore this, The Pendejo lore yeah, that Jake People has really uh, studied up on that, right? Uh, that I have IBS. I've never shit my pants. I've got. I've come dangerously close, but I've never. Uh, yeah, I've never shit my pants. I had to think about it for a second, uh, but I've never like full blown shit my pants. When people tell me, like, yeah, I've shit my pants before, I'm like, how? Like that's a conscious decision that you have to make. Like I've had fucking like sicknesses. I've been fucked up, dude. But I've never, like, I've never full-blown, like, dropped a fucking, <laughs> dropped a bunch of poop in my pants, dog. Like, I've never, I've never One time, done whenever I was in middle school, I, uh, I got a stomach bug, but I ran cross-country at the time. Yeah. And it hit me while I was running in my neighborhood. That How was close? Rough. Hmm? I'm pretty close. I shit in my neighbor's yard. <laughs> No, you did not. I did. Behind a little bush. I think you told me about this. when we, I think you told me about this when we were playing Warzone, like right before we started right, the so, show. So they had their main yard, and they had just a property next yeah. to it. Yeah. And it was like, it was in the property technically, but it was on the very edge, like six feet from their actual yard. Yeah. And it just, it had to happen right then. Yeah. It was happening. Thing. Like as like you that, were approaching the like spot. Like that was... No, I I made it out clean technically. Okay. But the thing was, after that, I had to run the rest of the way home. And you had, like, butt poop. Like, you you obviously you couldn't have wiped. Did you pick some grass up and go fucking I wild? used some dead leaves. That <laughs> I like how you straight but went, like, less like, Stroud. You know, this, you can only yeah. do so much. You went, like, less Stroud survivor mode, but I'm assuming in, like... 
a, a residential neighborhood, like a suburban area. Uh, fairly suburban. Fairly suburban, yeah. yeah, yeah. And then, uh, and then, yeah, I think uh, I had to run like another half mile after that. That's awesome. I couldn't walk because I was afraid. Yeah, I was running pretty fast, actually, faster than I had been. Um, I you know what? I've never, never, never full blown pissed my pants. Uh, I pissed my pants when I was a kid once, um, but that was like I was like a kid, and I think I did it because I thought it would be funny. I did do it. I remember it was one of my like core early memories. I pissed my dress slacks. Like, after we got home from church, because I was like, I want to piss myself <laughs> at, like, six years old. That is funny. Yeah. Funny. I remember my grandma was like, boy, did you piss yourself? I was like, yeah. Yeah, it's funny. Like, I was, like, sick. Now, here's the thing. <laughs> of course, my dad was like, <laughs> my boy pissed his pants, you know. And my grandma was like, you know, <laughs> like... You get, you know, whatever, and uh, I haven't done it again, and I'm glad that I didn't make it a party trick. I feel like I could have evolved as a, like... That a, wouldn't have even been your most depraved go-to. No, it wasn't. I, I had other ones that were, you know, I've told you the whole, uh, how hard can I hit my head with pots and pans until I, like, concuss myself type thing, which was very funny for a bit, um... Other similar stupid types of behavior. Um, we uh, that, part, that trick where you recircumcise yourself and right, you went to. We uh, one thing we did do. Uh, my buddy uh, Frank, he like never. He was like a big drinker, but he never fucked with like Xanax or Klonopin or any of the other shit that like a lot of the people now fuck. He just was kind of like he was a drunk, you know. But uh, at the time, but he like never really fucked with anything else. And one time it flooded. We lived on the top of a hill, and uh, he, like, gets drunk enough midday, like, you know, work got canceled, it was a pretty bad fucking rain, and we're all out in the front of the house, hammered to shit, and we go inside, and we all get our bathing suits on, and he's like, y'all give me one of those fucking things y'all are always eating, and my friend was like, Klonopin? He's like, yeah. He's like, you sure? He's like, oh, I was like, all right, whatever. Uh, He eats a Klonopin and tries to boogie board down the hill we lived on. Same house, you know. Mm-hmm. He skins, like, the nails off the top. He was on the concrete. But, like, where the water was rushing down, I guess in his mind, he was like, if I get enough speed, I can boogie board down on a boogie board that we found in the garage, like, down this concrete hill with gravel and, like, glass. And, like, by the way, like, sewage run, like, water, you know, like, sewage water. And, like, skin the top of his toes and his knees. It fucked his day up. And he was like, I gotta go lay down. Man, this shit fucked me up. And... We were like, okay, you know. So we all bring him into bed. Uh, he and we like lay him down because he was like having trouble walking. This terrible thing just happened. To our friend <laughs> who just tried a benzo for his first time. He also had a bunch of chest hair. And, you know, he's just a hairy guy, and he was also a big Batman fan. <laughs> so uh, he's like half asleep, like half you know awake or whatever. And I was like, hey Frank, would you be mad if we shaved the Batman symbol into your chest hair? And he was like, I mean, yeah, I'd be pretty mad about it, but it would also be kind of funny. It was just don't do it. Uh, you know, we were like, all right, we won't. And he's like, all right. <laughs> <laughs> and all like, he's like, kind of like, he wasn't asleep, but he was like, you know, 
And uh, we shaved, we shaved, like, we did a pretty fucking good job, dude. Like, I pulled my phone out, we were looking at it. We had those old, like, disposable, like, fucking, like, yellow razors you'd get from Dollar General. Mm-hmm. And we shave a pretty good bat symbol into his fucking chest. It was a, we, it would have been funnier if we fucked it up, but part of it was funny because it was like, we did, as fucked up as we already did a pretty fucking good job. And, uh, you know, we were like, all right, the work is done. Like, end of Inglorious Bastards when they fucking carved that fucking swastika into, it's like, this is the best work I've ever done, you know? We all go, uh, you know, back to the living room or whatever. And like an hour later, friend comes out. He's got like a tank top on, and you can see the bat symbol like <laughs> popping out the tank top. <laughs> he goes, "What y'all up to?" And we're like, "Nothing, man. You know, rain's coming down hard. Uh, once it once it lets up, we're thinking about going to get some pizza. You know, I've been drinking all day. It's kind." He's like, "Yeah, yeah, I kind of got a hangover. He's like, I'm gonna take a piss." And we're like waiting for you know. And we're like, "All right, man. Like, if you want to come with us, we're gonna go get some pizza soon." And, he like go. He had the main. So he had the. He paid a little bit more in rent to have like the main bedroom with its own bathroom or whatever. And he walks into his bedroom, closes the door, and we just hear, "No!" <laughs> like, <laughs> like just like like a movie. Like, "No!" What the fuck? Like fucking loud. And we all start crying. And he comes out and he was like, "Did I sign off on this? I fucking don't remember. Well, I blacked out." We were like, "Yeah, you thought it was cool, man." <laughs> <laughs> we're like you thought we thought it was the coolest fucking shit you'd ever done in your whole life and he was like oh fuck the next day though it ended up being kind of a hit the next day we went to a boat party that like our friend that had thrown that was like had some company he worked for i don't fucking remember the context and uh it was you know we like we get there or whatever, and uh, for, we kind of, like, had forgotten about it, you know? Uh, and, like, for, we get there, Frank takes his shirt off, and he's like, you know, we're all on the boat. And people are coming up to him like, hey, man, uh, why do you have the Batman symbol shaved into your fucking chest here? And he's like, I just like Batman, man, you know? <laughs> but, like, super, like, sort of matter-of-factly, like, everywhere I go in the party, like, every, like on the different, like, it was one of those party barges. You can rent them for like a little bit yeah. of money at like Lake Austin. It wasn't like a boat yacht. It was just something that had a motor and like a platform to drink on. And, and I'm like walking around this shitty boat with all these fucking people I barely know. And, you know, there's like this guy talking to some girl. He's like, dude, have you seen that fucking guy walking around here? Fucking Batman symbol shaved into his fucking chest here. She's like, no, I haven't seen him. And people are like, you got to fucking run into this guy. He loves Batman's. <laughs> really yeah. By the way, we're like, yeah, we're like 21, 20, like, we're not like old, but it's like, it's not like, it's not something that you're like, man, I just really like DC, so I shaved Batman symbol on my fucking chest, <laughs> my fucking chest hair. Um, he like kept it for a little bit, you know, he let it grow out, but he like didn't go home and shave it. He kind of like, he was like, you know what, man, it looks fucking stupid. And fuck y'all for doing this, uh, but this is pretty funny. And uh, I think I'm going to hold on. I'm going to let it rock <laughs> for a little bit. <laughs> it was fucking sick, dude. Um, yeah, like that whole, uh, I've talked about it, like uh, some of it on here. Like the whole era is just like like close calls. Like um, my that same guy, Jay, he, uh, we were all partying and he like nodded off. And this is like, it's only funny because he didn't die. This is one of those things that you're like, ah, oh, fuck, you know. He, uh, I don't know what he took that night, but we were on the couch, and I'm sitting across from him, and he's just kind of, like, looking at his phone. He's like, you know, I'm like, all right, he's fucked up. Everybody's fucked up. Well, you know, some couple hours pass, and I go to, go to, like, like, hey, man, you should go to bed, bro. You know, it's kind of late. He's, like, unresponsive. 
Like, I'm slapping him. Like, he's not coming to. And I'm like, oh, fuck. We've been playing with fire. You know, the whole year we lived there. And I was like, God damn. You know, I'm telling the guys, this motherfucker's not waking up, dude. We check his pulse and it's there, you know, but it's, I'm like, all right, I'm going to call a fucking EMT, some Narcan, whatever the fuck. And uh, one of my roommates was like, well, let's fucking throw some water on him, you know, and see if that works. And I'm like, all right, you know, his fucking pulse is fine. I'm calling 911, but let's get him in the fucking tub or whatever. And we fucking get him in the shower and we turn the cold water on and he's fully clothed. And, uh. I don't know what possessed us to do this, but he was really dirty at the time, too. I don't think he'd showered in a while, so I put some Axe body wash on him, and I'm, like, scrubbing him down, trying to wake him up. (laughs) (laughs) I'm fucked up. Dude, I'm, like, like not even, I'm not a responsible drug user or friend in that moment. I'm, like, we're going to get you cleaned up, and when the ambulance gets here, man, you're going to be good to go. And, uh, you know, he, like, he's, like, kind of coming to a little bit, and we're, like, all right, he's waking up. And we all have soap, and we're, like, washing him down, and he fucking, like, he's, like, he goes, why are y'all motherfuckers bathing me? (laughs) 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 And we were, like, dog, you were fucking, like, you were unresponsive, bro, and he goes, I was unresponsive, so you bathed me? (laughs) (laughs) And I was, like, yeah, man, I was gonna call 911, bro, so we decided to, like, run some cold water on you, and he was, like, like, we're, like, helping him out of the shower, and he's like, bro, I get that, but, like, why am I soapy, dog? <laughs> and I, like, was looking around for answers, and it was kind of, like, one of those things where, like, I didn't have one. To this day, I still don't. I was, like, I was looking at Frank, and I was like, yeah, why did we get the soap out? And Frank's like, well, I was like, don't fucking know. Jared did it, and I followed suit, and then you grabbed the shampoo. It was just, like, it's, like, like kind of, like, a, you know, like, asking, like, a fucking... A guy in the Nuremberg trials, you know, like, why did you fucking do the terrible things you did? He's like, everybody was doing it, and then I just was scared. And he's like, why did you scrub your friend down with fucking body lotion? And you're like, uh, he was going to OD, and I didn't know what else to do. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, fuck, to this day, man, we'll be hanging out, and he's like, man, you know, I'm going to let you in on a little secret. He's like, this story's funny. But he's like, imagine if I fucking died. And, like, instead of calling and getting me narking, you just had a clean corpse. <laughs> like, you guys were going to fucking jail. And I was like, yeah. Yeah, it's funny because you didn't die. It's a very funny story to tell. Like, you know, it's like morbidly funny. One of those, like, drug close calls. He's like, yeah, man, can you imagine the EMT, like, the paddy wagon showing up and you're, like, crying. You're like, my friend's dead, but he smells good, dude. Like, <laughs> like I miss my friend, but we did bathe him for y'all so y'all can get him. You know, you don't got to clean him at the morgue or nothing. Like... Again, I still, I, I just said, I don't know why we did that. I legitimately don't know. I can't think. I think I had just enough wherewithal to dial 911 on my phone and, like, have it, like, ready to go if he didn't wake up. And then he wakes up when we're bathing him. And I'm like, we don't got to call 911 no more. You're good. Uh, I don't want to have to explain this to, like, EMTs and state police that uh, in a fit of, like, opiate-induced panic, that I just bathed my friend as he was dying. <laughs> just, <laughs> just scrubbed him the fuck down, you know. Uh, if you're listening to the show and you have an opiate problem and you want to quit, uh, we don't have take, any. We, I'm t- trying to take we a to, bath. 
We need to get a Kratom sponsor, because that shit did help me a little bit. And by help me, I mean I just got addicted to Kratom for a bit, and sometimes I, like, once a year, I'll let myself have a little fun. Um, it is, uh, it's a pretty, uh, we don't, we, we need to reach out to some Kratom sponsors, I think. I would love to do some Kratom reads. Uh, I don't think you're legally allowed to, to say. I can't have Kratom. You can't have it? No. Why not? You, you can't have Kratom if you're on probation. Can they piss for it? I don't know. But if, you, if, you, if you if you are found possessing it, it's a violation. Same uh, with CBD. That, oh, yeah, you told me about that. Yeah, I remember when I first tried it, um, the guy at Planet K, which is like a chain of head shops. I, I don't know if they're outside of Central Texas, but there's like a handful of them in Austin. They just sell like – it's one of those joints that sells like uh, – Shirts with Homer Simpson with his balls out on it, and then also Ugh. bongs, and then also like strap-on dildos, and then crack pipes too. They're basically a one-stop shop for guys like Thomas. And um, I was there to buy whippets, and the guy was like, "Have you ever had kratom?" And I'm like, "Oh no." He was like, uh, "He was like, if you take two, you know, take like two of these capsules, it feels like a little Adderall, a little bump. But if you take like fifteen, it feels like a Percocet." And I was like, are you allowed to describe this this way? Because, like, <laughs> you won't even let me call it a bong here. I have to call it. And he's like, nah, it's straight, man. It's just legal, dude. It's fine. He's like, it comes from, like, Bali or something. And uh, it's, like, all natural. And I was like, oh, okay, sold. Because at the time, I was, like, trying to quit doing opiates. And I came home, and I, like, ate, like, ten of them and didn't feel anything. And I ate another ten. And all twenty hit at the same time. And I was fucking obliterated, dude. And, uh. I was, like, on my phone Googling, like, this stuff as I, like, I, I should have Googled it before I ate 20 of the fucking, fucking, the fucking capsules. But I, I was Googling, and it's like, a lot of Kratom is doctored with illegal, a, illegal uh, synthetic opiates made in Southeast Asia. Some of these include, like, all these poisonous things that have, like, if you have even a gram of it, like, your liver just fails. So I'm, like, on the couch, and I'm like, well, I hope it's good. <laughs> I, I hope I get some of the clean stuff. And it's like the article I'm reading is like it is not a insignificant amount of kratom that is tainted with illegal opiate research or analogs. I repeat, if you're reading this now and your name is Jake Rhodes and you're thinking maybe I got something good, you probably brought it from a head shop that's fully staffed by pedophiles. <laughs> And uh, you definitely, I don't, I don't, obviously I didn't get it tested because I'm not that responsible, but I do remember feeling like this doesn't feel all natural. This feels, this feels like the real deal, Holyfield. I've had some Kratom that just straight up sucks and I'm assuming that's the actual like natural stuff. And I've also had some Kratom that put me on my ass. I'm assuming that's the sort of fake bake type shit, you know, they have. Well, Only God knows, you know. Yeah. Only I'll God stick to the year old gray. Thanks. Thank you very much. <laughs> <laughs> I stick to the fucking tea, big dog, because I yeah. spill it and I drink it and I sip it and I think it. I serve it. I serve it. I'm serving cunt right now, dude. I'm serving cunt, dude. I was, dude. We were serving pussy on this tour. I had my little yeah, pussy we, out. We really put our whole pussy. In we that really tour. put our whole pussy and butthole area into the fucking into this show. Um, that never. Mind, I don't know. I don't want to. It doesn't matter. Um. I was gonna like the Texas Batman Gardener thing, like just being like, but eh, it doesn't matter. Nah, well. <laughs> um, what are you having for dinner? I'm probably not gonna have dinner. Uh, I don't feel very good. My body's pretty mad at me for the last couple weeks. 
I didn't do any drugs or anything. Get a little chicken or something. Uh, I don't chicken rice. I don't have any groceries either. Uh, oh my goodness! I had some old pizza today. I gotta clean the fridge out. I actually have to do but something. Bless your heart. Yeah, you know, life is hard when you're a fucking boss hog lifestyle rock star, and uh, a lot of people, you know, they envy us, but they really should pity us because it's hard out here for a pimp when you're trying to get this money for the rent. And the Cadillac and gas money spent got a whole lot of bitches jumping shit. And people don't understand that. And it's difficult for podcasters. It's difficult for guys like you. It is. Anyway, anyway, if you're listening and you would like to give me a new car. (sighs) Yeah, Thomas's motor's blown and this car's stuck. By the way, we didn't clear that up. Are you going to go get it? Or what the fuck? (sighs) It seems like... I, would, I can't I know, just go drive it back, obviously. Right. Uh, but I but do have to go at least get my stuff out of it. Could you, I wonder, I know some mechanic shops, they don't offer you a lot because I know you're kind of rocking a hard place, but some places will pay you the scrap for it. Well, I want to see if my insurance will declare it totaled. Oh, uh, okay. For it. That would be a pretty good idea. Uh, be cool. I don't pay for the thing that gives you, like where your insurance gives you a loaner. Oh, the full coverage, full access I, coverage, I, I, whatever the fuck. I'm pretty sure I absolutely do not have that. Right. Yeah. Um, but you are thinking about trying to see if you can... I mean, I, I feel like it, whatever you'd make for it on scrap, you'd fucking spend getting a record from Fort Worth to go out there. You know what I'm saying? Like, right. It, yeah. And I'm also hesitant to take their word for it that it's totaled. Oh, uh, I see what you're saying. You think um, the motor might not be blown? Why I would they have no lie idea. I just don't trust. Those Mechanics podunk. are na- na- uh, by nature an untrustworthy. If you're a mechanic out I, there, I I have a mechanic here. Yeah, that I I do trust. And if I'd taken it there and they told me it was totaled, I'd be like, yeah, that's all right, fine. yeah. I mean, not that's fine, but I believe you, right? But yeah, I I don't know. I mean. If the market wasn't so fucked right now, I wouldn't be like that, you know. Well, like, I mean, you might be able to to scrap it for quite a bit. Um, people turn those matrix, 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 whatever the fuck, into like, uh, like you know, Forza Two cars. You know, they might. I mean, fucking door panel or whatever the fuck. But that's a pain in the ass because, like, if you if it was like truly totaled in Fort Worth, I would you probably have at least a thousand dollars on your hands in scrap. Uh, when I scrap oh, yeah. my, I mean, I scra- just for the catalytic converter and stuff. I mean, yeah. When I scrapped my Crown Vic, well, I sold it to a Lithuanian guy who, who who fucking scrapped it. I made like a grand, and it like was not. You could not drive that car. I mean, you could, but the engine would would overheat because the radiator leak was so bad, and I didn't fucking. Basically, every time I took it to get it fixed, something new would break on it, and I was like, I don't give a fuck no more about this shit. Um, but uh, yeah, you know. In this life, sometimes your car breaks down, uh, and you got to fucking. Sometimes your other vehicle needs a rebuilt new, transmission. It, it, I remember when I asked you, I I was like, "So what's up with the truck?" And you gave me like a like a list of ailments that like a Victorian child died from. So I got under there today to drop oh, the you? transmission pan. Yeah, and I found like four blown gaskets that I didn't know about. No, four to add to the list. Um. Like the main, it's hard to explain because I don't really know what some of the stuff is called. Yeah. It's just like you see it and you're like, well, that's not supposed to be like that. Right, right, right. It wasn't right. like that a few weeks ago. 
Do you think and that, I, guys? Uh, hmm? Go ahead. Go ahead. Uh, and uh, so anyway, I I um I spent like I got off early, so I spent pretty much the whole afternoon um, working on dropping the transmission pan because it's got a lot of bolts in it. Yeah. And I got to the last bolt, and it's like wedged in this tiny little corner. Yeah. And I had been unscrewing it by hand for like forty five minutes, little by little. Yeah. And then I called to get an update on the Matrix. And they're like, oh, you don't have that anymore. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to leave that bolt there for now. Go take a shower. <laughs> yeah. I don't give a fuck what is happening under this transmission pan. It is no longer my business. Dude, that guy, you reminded me, that fucking guy that tried to drive us to White Oak. I mean, he did get us to White Oak, but that, that fucking Uber driver in that Volkswagen CC. That man was a champion. Dude, that guy was... I don't know if he was just fucked up out of his gourd and trying to hide it. Like, you know, you get a little too stoned before you get behind the wheel and you're like, yeah. I, I like that he let Alex ride in the front seat. Yeah. yeah. Uh, also, he was playing like, was it Thug the whole time? He was like, playing like little baby Thug. He, like, yeah, little, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, respect. Respect. Um, so <coughs> to give the listeners an idea, this is a Volkswagen CC. And those are like, they're not sports cars. It's like luxury. It's like one of Volkswagen's higher end models. It's a nice car. Um, if you don't know what a Volkswagen CC is. And uh, we're going to the venue and we're trying to flip a bitch out of this little um, little turnaround that takes us on, spits us out on the 610 loop. And uh, we, he, the guy gets around the corner and realizes that the fucking side of the road's flooded from the storm before and he doesn't think he can make it. I think he probably could have been fine, but he didn't want to risk it. I get it. So instead of reversing from whence he came, he goes into this green, muddy, fucking grassy, ditchy bush area that's like a median between each sides of the U-turn and uh, gets up there and he's skidding a little bit. I thought we were going to get stuck for a second. <laughs> and uh, he's like, yeah, I can't make it through here either. So instead of going back how he got up there, he just hops a curb and scrapes the whole undercarriage. Dude, it was loud. Like, go, go, go. And I was like, well, his car is probably good. There's just, you know, this is fine or whatever. Volkswagens are notoriously sturdy vehicles, especially these nicer ones. And then to add cherry on top is he took the, <laughs> he drove down that on ramp, and I, I was just like in the back seat with you. And Thomas texted me, he's like five stars. <laughs> it's just like sitting back there, like I was having the ride of my life. I was like, man, I, I want to ride with this. I want to ride in, in this back seat all night and see what else this guy does. There, I love the Ubers where you're like, I don't think I'm gonna die, but uh, this guy is gonna die. Yeah, but there's a good. <laughs> There's a, there's like more of a usual chance that I'm not going to get out of this car, which always adds a little bit of excitement to the day. Anyway, if you're from Chapo, uh, thanks for listening. Um, we do okay. one of these every week, and then we do primos. The, li- the episodes that are on Patreon are when I used to upload the freebies to Patreon. I need Because um, I was stupid, and I thought that podcast apps weren't free. So I thought I was doing everyone a favor. Really, I was just fucking up our analytics numbers. So I do need to remove those at some point. Uh, we also do video apps once a month. That'll be probably coming uh, uh, first weekend of April for March and then also April. Um, thanks again, everyone that came out. If you found us and you're listening to this now, uh, bye. Uh, bye.